for Tuesday, March 8th, the 67th day of 2022. There are 298 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know and K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Madness has begun, and a maddening weather forecast is in the offing. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Singapore, wait, that's a country, uh, Rome, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. I have to research my cities a little bit better. I like Budapest. Budapest. That that's is a fun one to say. Budapest. And you can you can throw in some extra. You can put a Sean Connery on it. Uh-huh. You can say Budapest. Or I did see uh, Istanbul, Constantinople. You Istanbul. can throw that one in. Ooh, that would be a good one. Uh-huh. It just does not strike a chord with the with WKRP in Cincinnati. She, though. she, yeah. she did. Uh, she did speak up, didn't she? Uh, I saw the madness has already begun. Oh, I, love I it. saw what North Laurel uh, they they advanced and some excitement there, and then Mail Ballard. I was Mail, watching that yeah, game. I saw last Mail night. Ballard. Three that overtimes. was uh, exciting there. Because I was watching that one, and then on my TV I had uh, Chattanooga against Furman. Yeah, which ended on a nearly half court shot to Chattanooga one to win their uh, their league, the Southern Conference. A UFC fight broke out somewhere in the six oh six area code. Yesterday, between a, an official and I a did, player, I did see at the end I of the game. I don't. What's but, this world? You know, the, and the Cooper Lady Jaguars too are headed to the Sweet Sixteen yeah, for I didn't the first time that yesterday. It is their first visit. Yes. Yeah, I know yes, they because that's it's where not I pretty been much school got, very long. Two thousand and eight right? was what year it opened, and that was where I got my broadcasting start. It's the PA voice of the Cooper Lady yeah, Jags. Well, you'll just if it, well, listen. If we thought dealing with you in the two weeks leading up to the listen, Super Bowl I'm, was I'm rough, happy. The, this uh, whole Cooper Go deal Jags. is going to be. Uh, impactful on Sam this week. Over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church, Litchfield, knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We lovingly know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bubble. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Hey, it's good to be back. Welcome back to you, too. Thank right? you. Sorry that I missed you last week. Yeah. I missed you during the month of February. Well. And then on the first day of March, I was in absentia. Yeah. And you were here. And so now it's good to actually uh, be in, uh, to to be next to you and experience your countenance. Uh, I mean, I feel, <laughs> man, that makes me feel warm. Do you have countenance? Count- uh, countenance. Yeah. I don't think so. I'll have to Google it. Okay. But but uh, but it's good to be back. Though. You're, you're recovered. You don't seem any different than the last time I sat next to you. Uh, uh, better looking and uh, <laughs> a little heavier, probably marginally better looking. Would yeah. you settle it, for can, marginally? Can you better say looking? better looking when wearing that shirt? Mm, Absolutely. I, it's uh, I haven't broken out the baseball gear yet because I haven't decided if there's going to be a well, baseball. This season. is for the Iowa Cubs today. No. No. Gotcha. I have hey, nothing against them. It's going to be a. Uh, Weather-wise, it's going to be a bleh kind of day, but I do want to give you, I do want to plant a seed for something more exciting. Okay. The Farmer's Almanac says that the spring equinox 
is Sunday, March 20 at 10.33 a.m. Central Time. So if you want to set your clock, I guess you'll be in worship service during that time, Dennis. So yeah, I'll be just busy. call a timeout no okay. matter what you're doing at 10.33 on March wait. 20th and say, everybody, it's the, uh, it's the vernal equinox. So, hmm. and then you say, hey, Vern. Know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what you do. Now, Dennis, you're about to be blamed. Okay, for our weather fine. forecast. Listen, I I listened on Friday, and Sam threw me under the bus. I, listen, am okay. I wrong? You you're the one that says, "Oh, I'd love another snow." Forgive love me for snow. loving things. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're loving the wrong things. <laughs> Can you love warm weather a little more than you love snow? Snow is very similar to the Chicago Cubs. Can you just out love? Nobody likes them. <laughs> Can you out love snow by loving warm weather okay. more? All right, I'll try. Because there's one to three inches of snow in the forecast. No, for I didn't Friday know that. Night. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It got my attention. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I'm well, blaming you 100% now. It is a, it will be a wet, it'll be a wet snow. It will be, yes, but uh, we will start as rain on Friday and we will finish as snow. And when I look specifically at the 42754, yeah, said somewhere between one and three, but uh, probably be will be slushy, uh, probably not have too much of an impact, yeah. because we'll be going from 60, they've increased that high, it was 65 last week on Friday, now it's 56 on Friday, or yesterday was 56 and now it's back at 60, they can't quite make up their mind. It's, you know, I've never really had that much of a... a niche or an itch to go to the sec tournament what is being happened happening in tampa this year but man maybe i want to now i missed an opportunity Uh, i'm committed to something i'm committed to something locally this weekend so i can't go to tampa but uh can you believe how cranky people are going to be sunday morning at church because they'll lose an hour and they'll wake up to 15 degrees it's gonna be 84 degrees and sunny on Friday well, just, in, in Tampa. Just hold on, Sam. Wednesday here, it'll be 75. So just hold on, Sam. Now, see? It's coming. That's awesome. It's, Next Wednesday. on the way. Blame Dennis for the snow. Yeah, whatever sorry, snow, guys. Whatever snow we get on Friday evening, it will be Dennis's fault completely and totally. I, in a, on a serious note, and here's the, you know, here are the images I was just getting ready to talk about, the depravity of the damage and um, what's happening in Ukraine is it continues to be more troubling as the days go by. I don't know if it's because we're getting more content Mm -hmm. or I don't know if the actions of Russian troops are just becoming um, more savage or if we're just learning more about it. And unfortunately, the people of Russia, I fear, aren't seeing any of these images. When you control, when you've got state-owned media or you shut down any type of objective media, then you control the content on what your own people of your country see, which these are lessons we should know and learn uh, or should remember and never allow to happen in our nation. But it does make me wonder if Russians could actually see what their armed forces are doing in Ukraine to women and children and that they are targeting civilians, would there be an uprising and a revolt of the Russian people to do away with those who are trying to um, do harm in various places around the globe, including right next door? And But I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know, I don't know how to get the Russian people to know that, but I just fear that they're sort of in the dark and not knowing mm-hmm. what really is going on. They're forced to rely upon what they're being told by the Kremlin. 
and they're living under a regime where it says if you call this a war or if you say something that's honest, then you're going to be subject to 15 years in the gulag or prison or whatever the whatever that is in. So they're, the word medieval, medie, medieval tactics is the label that's being used for what Russians are doing to Ukrainians, some of which are just trying to flee. And so um, it's going to get worse, I fear, before it gets better. Now, the Biden administration announced this morning that they will stop any Russian oil from flowing into the United States. Uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, Other countries in Europe maybe don't quite have that luxury because it'll make a bad situation even worse. The Europeans are relying upon Russian oil even a lot more than we are. It's a, for the volume of oil that we use, it's a large amount, but it sounds like a small amount when you talk about, you know, somewhere three to 5%. But you move a market three to 5% and it it moves it big. My concern about the Biden administration is there, I I support this. I'm, I'm for whatever... I'm for hurting Putin and I'm for hurting the Kremlin. I'm not really for hurting Russian citizens who this isn't their idea. You know, Mm -hmm. they're not they're not. So when you've got to be careful about this and find out who are you punishing and and that guy is going to that guy will be brought up on war crimes at some point in time. I mean, it's uh, it's just it's not a matter of if it will be a matter of when or as I heard Rick Burgess say, he might have the old revolver sandwich at some point in time. Uh, when this is all said and done, because this is there, there's only a couple of ways this can end, and it won't be, it won't be. Hey, we got turned away. We were defeated. It'll be some type of lie that's told, or he'll take the uh, easy way out, if you will. But back on the oil, I'm fine for the, I'm fine for the no Russian oil. But I, I need you to come up with some type of relief valve, and 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 say, okay, where where are we going to supplement that supply with? Well. I mean, the, there's the devil everywhere you turn. You buy Russian oil, you buy Venezuelan oil, you buy Saudi oil, you buy Iranian oil. There was a period of time not too long ago where we had a lot more energy independence than we have as of today, and I don't understand why we can't get back to that and kind of get ourselves out of this situation. What, do we want to call the Saudis? We, we know the unspeakable things they're capable of doing. Do we want to rely upon socialist Venezuela? I don't. I don't think so. So there's got to be a better way than to just say we're not taking any Russian oil to release the pressure because four dollars a gallon may not be. It may get a lot worse than four dollars a gallon before it gets uh, before it gets better. So we got big decisions ahead for uh, our country. The uh, Southern Baptist International Mission Board uh, President Paul Chitwood, Dr. Paul Chitwood, and several of his team are boots on the ground. At the border of Ukraine and Poland, they are uh, having refugees come in by the bus loads, and they have churches there that were planted in the 80s by Southern Baptists that they are converting into areas for refugees to go. And uh, many churches like ours are supporting their efforts, and and uh, there are many ways that we can get involved uh, and make a difference and help those who are in need. I did not follow through over the weekend, but I got very close. Because the reason I the reason I didn't follow through is because I couldn't get confident enough that there wasn't some nefarious things going on. But that idea of going to VRBO and renting rooms from Ukrainians that you have right. no intention of staying in. Now, VRBO will get some of those fees, and I'm okay with that. 
But if I knew that Ukrainians would actually get the currency that they could use, then I thought that that was a very novel concept and a great idea to immediately get injections or get aid into the hands of Ukrainians from one person to another person. And so I saw that kind of circulating online. But then, unfortunately, in this world that is looking to get people, I have to be cynical and go, sure. wait a minute, is that a con? You know, like, am I, is this actually going to help? But it was one of those well, I ways. That- I checked Airbnb, and Airbnb has now, I think, when you go to their their app, they have donate, and this money will go to Ukrainians. Oh, good. That, I mean, that's They a- have like a, we're going to just bypass the whole rent somebody's room, and we'll just do it, and we'll give it to the people that own property in it. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. So that's good. Thanks for that information. That kind of gives some... It yeah. gives uh, some 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 help. Hey, close to home. Uh, if you notice, flags are at half staff today. The uh, governor, Governor Bashir, has ordered those flags to half staff today in honor of um, the passing of KSP Post Four Dispatcher Chuck Stewart. Uh, didn't have the didn't have the uh, privilege of knowing Chuck personally, but I have noticed uh, the number of people in our law enforcement community and beyond that are talking about his valuable uh, his valuable service. Uh, to our uh, to our Commonwealth, his services today at Southeast Christian Church in Elizabethtown, and um, I know. Didn't you say? Did you know him, Dennis, or you knew somebody who knew him? A right? friend of mine was clo- very close to him. Okay, I knew you had a connection, somehow. and uh, just talked about his loyalty to the profession, to the people, and to saving lives. It was very passionate testimony by by my friend who was close to him. Thanks for. That information. The governor, speaking of Governor Bashir, he was speaking again yesterday, trying to maintain continuing information about COVID. The biggest takeaway yesterday was he said, you shouldn't feel pressured to take off your mask if you want to continue to wear it. If whatever your situation is, you know, don't don't let other people tell you that you have to. And as more people choose to. But if you don't think, you know, I agree. If you think it's a good move for you, then you can you can. Continue do what to you want. Continue, kind of what I continue to do it if it protects you. Listen, I'll tell you, I'm, I mean, I, I didn't like them. I don't want to have to wear them, and I hope we never have to again. But I will tell you that there were times over the last couple of years when I went through periods where I didn't get a cold or I didn't, and I'm thinking, I know why this is. It's because of being I, further away from people. It's because of not touching shared service, uh, surfaces. It's It's just there's all part of that all goes into it. I think I'm, I might still do it in, in the winters because I, I usually get a really hey. nasty cold every winter. And, and yeah. knock on wood, this year, I the past two years, I've not gotten that nasty cold that I usually get. You know, I always, when I mow grass over the years and uh-huh. I get, you know, because I have uh, allergy issues, it's for a long, like, why wasn't I doing that when I was mowing grass and uh-huh. not ingesting all of that grass and pollen and all that stuff? So my point is, is that Americans, uh, many of us, Self-included, very reluctant, like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do that. But I did when I had to, and I did when, when I felt like it was the right thing to do. I did on an airplane last week, even though they're not technically a federal law that says you can. But if that's what if that's the norm, that's what people are doing, then then fine, I'll go along. I don't really want to be an, an, an antagonist. But what it has done, it's, it's taken some of the stigma off of it, of choosing to do it when it's the wise thing to do, including whether you're working outside mowing grass or sure. whatever it might be. So we just have to figure that stuff out. Right now, though, in the coming days when you see it, you're going to think, well, that's all COVID-related. And it is probably still COVID-related. But 
maybe eventually it can be about something else, and that'll be that'll be good. Kentucky's an, annual unemployment rate for 2021 was 4.7%, according to the Kentucky Center for Statistics. And the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics estimates the number of employed Kentuckians for 2021 was 1.941 million. This figure is up 54,000 from the 1.8 million employed in 2020, and about 49 other states reported similar. So we have we have more working now. Who's the one? Uh, Maine. Maine was basically uh, flatlined from year those, to year. Those darn Maine Mainians. I think you got to you got to you really them. and Sam, as you've mentioned several times, you need to carve out anything COVID impacted. And and you can't really do year over year. It's nice to know 2019, but you can't really look at a. It's not an apples and apples comparison, so you have to keep that in mind. The proverbial asterisk beside mm-hmm. the data point. Kentucky lawmakers wrapped up work yesterday on legislation endorsed by prominent coaches to regulate name, image, and likeness compensation for college athletes in the state. The measure one eighty nine two final passage. In the House, which is going to Governor Bashir, I heard uh, Coach Calipari on his show yesterday afternoon with Tom Leach talking about he was applauding. He first applauded the governor with the executive order because mm-hmm. he said the executive order by Governor Bashir meant all the other states had to follow right behind because they knew they couldn't give Kentucky any more of a head start than they already had on NIL. And then he praised the willingness of the legislature to come in and basically ratify that move in the form of an actual law. And then he he speculated that Kentucky's NIL legislation is likely to be the benchmark that is followed in other places around the country. When you look at look at somebody like Oscar Sheway and you can say, no, he I don't know how you can look at him and say, no, he doesn't deserve any money. Sure. I mean, absolutely I mean, deserves money. he is. You know the epitome of what I think you'd want in a person and a player at the University of Kentucky. Yeah. Not just taking it. I'm t- not even talking on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, off the floor. I mean, staying after and signing autographs and. Yep. Just thankful for Cal's input and expertise and uh, forwardness and and wanting to be the benchmark. I mean, I, you know, we didn't have Billy Gillespie trying to do that, and that was awesome. So, <laughs> Billy would be wanting to sign NIL deals with other kinds of companies yeah, for himself. He'd be more. supporting the Bourbon Trail as yes. much as he could. Oh, it'd just, probably uh, be one of the, the more positive <laughs> ones that he'd be supporting, too. Probably. Yeah. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. They all started looking real suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now, just wait a minute, Jim. You know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life. Today is proofreading day. It's important. It is uh, Unique Names Day today. Speaking of Vern. Yeah. Hey, Vern. And... uh, it's don't don't be part of this, but it says it's be nasty day. Don't be nasty today. We don't want no, you to it's do the March that. Of Joey, That's right. it's the March of Kindness. We got to be we got to be kind all month. Oh gosh! And before we talk about the specifics of March of Kindness, I should also mention you you may might have seen uh, already last night, or you'll maybe see sometime today. Um, I just kind of wanted to 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 uh, piggyback on top of uh, what uh, Chief Buck Meredith posted last night that. Uh, this is the anniversary of uh, the date in which uh, Christy and I and Buck and Carla's lives were changed and uh, all of our families. Uh, it's 
the sequence of events that led Alea into being part of our life. This is the anniversary of that, so it's a special day for for us. Not one you know you have a big party or streamers or things like that for, but it's uh, one that you one that you remember because it uh, it altered our paths. So, congratulations um, and thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's uh, we're the we're the winners in that deal. Uh, the March of Kindness Day today. This is one that when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it it excited me. But then I thought, will I really go through with this? Because it's Give a High Five a Stranger Day today. <laughs> I don't think Dennis counts as a stranger, Sam. Oh, well, I mean, depending uh, on. Who you ask? Well, he's maybe a stranger to someone, sure. but he's not a stranger to you. So I just – Dennis, you'll be able to do this without a doubt. I know before the end of the day you Guaranteed. will you will give a high five to a stranger. You might have already done so today and didn't know that's what today was. Yeah, I have no idea. It's kind of who I am. So. so have you already thinking about where your travels are going to take you today and when you're likely to do I guarantee that? if it's – going to happen soon it'll probably be during the lunch hour okay all right so all right that's i don't want to know but that pretty much happens every day you know (laughs) well that just seems like something you would do yeah and not maybe not specifically i did ask for on technicality do low fives count Mm-hmm. Like, could I be disqualified does an air, does if I an did air the five low? Count? Well, I would hope so. Well, because I think, I'm saying that would be more of your go-to uh-huh. is the air five. Uh-huh. So it's like, hey, <laughs> it's there. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, just stay. I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging you that we're uh-huh. high-fiving, but I really don't want to touch you. Uh-huh. Yeah, really, physical <laughs> contact got... in any way right now is kind of uh, unless just... you got a bottle of hand sanitizer right there that I can yeah do a that fist I can pour bump. down there. Or an elbow bump and just oh, see, be elbows, done with it. Elbows were always my favorite. We'd do that in the restaurant working. So you'd walk by and you'd hit them with the elbow uh-huh. because since I was working in the back and touching food, you didn't want to. Didn't want to have to go prep your hands uh-huh. again and do all that like you're uh-huh. scrubbing in for surgery. Uh-huh. Uh, I, you all have probably seen this, but have you heard about this new, it's called Pep Talk, P-E-P-T-O-C, but it's a kindergarten class. And they have it's West Side Elementary in Healdsburg, California. Okay, and it's a group of uh, it's a group of kindergartners who are offering pep talks to people that just want to call. <laughs> have you have you all heard this? This is fantastic. Can we call? Oh, we're going to call them right now. No. 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 This is awesome. It might be quiet. It's too early out there, so we might not. Get... Hi, welcome to Pep Talk, a public art project by West Side School. Ooh. Bienvenidos a Pep Talk, un proyecto creado por los estudiantes de West High School. Para un mensaje feliz, presiona 5. Uh, Please listen to, to the following Spanish, options for encouraging messages. Okay. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. Right. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you me. need a pep talk from kindergartners, Ooh. press 3. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If three, you yeah. need three, to hear kids talk. laughing with delight, you can! Keep trying. Don't give up. Keep trying. Don't give up. More, transfer you back to the main menu. Yeah. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press two. Yeah. This could be like Ted Lasso. Be grateful for yourself. (laughs) Do it. Live it up. Live it up. Be you. 
I trust that you can make things right. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Thank you. If you're feeling up high, up high and unbalanced, think of groundhogs. It's okay to be different. What? Always stay together. Don't give up power through. We all really like you. Never back down, never give up. There's a lot of advice here. The world is a better place with you in it. Everyone is capable of doing anything. You just have to let yourself shine. Can we come Bro, you're looking great. <laughs> <laughs> Be nice. You're looking great. Bro, you're looking great. We love you. That's awesome. If you're Um, feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, let's let's hear about mad, frustrated, or nervous. Some people might be. When you're feeling mad, you should take three deep breaths and think of things that make you happy. The thing that makes me happy is when... and I think of happy (laughs) things will happen in the future, like going to a friend's house or a cousin's house. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> if you're frustrated, just take five minutes off. That's if you're good. frustrated, you can always go to your bedroom, punch a pillow, or punch cry on it, okay. and just go scream outside. If you're nervous, go get your wallet and spend it on ice cream and shoes. <laughs> if you're mad or frustrated, you can do what you want to do best. Or you can do flips on the trampoline. If you feel mad, please just do something that you like. Do something inspires you. Do something to make you feel better. Uh-huh. If you're sad or angry, go get a cookie, a smoothie, or an ice cream. There you go. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, what's press number four? One. Because that number five is in Spanish. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press two. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press three. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press four. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, hear yeah. laughing, <laughs> laughing with delight. Oh, who's going to put this on a hot key? <laughs> yes. Mm, yeah. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or mm. nervous, press one. Right. I needed more. I needed more uncontrollable laughing at it. Yeah, so I think how awesome is that? This That's is good. like the 2022 version of the Charlie Brown kids. Can we go back? What was the groundhog one? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, high and unbalanced, unbalanced and high in the tree or something. It was like uh, I don't think, thought like, that was think a of a groundhog. I think uh, you cannot beat, bro. You're looking great. Oh, you're looking great. I think I about just, lost it. That just may become a thing, go, go bro. Get, you're looking great. Take out your wallet and go buy some ice cream. Seven zero seven nine nine eight eighty four ten. Seven zero seven nine nine eight eighty four ten. If you're feeling nervous, scared, or angry, right? I'm sure you're happy. Or you can get a pep talk from a kindergartner from almost, almost <laughs> any time you want. I, I, that is my that is Maybe my Even if you want talk. it or not. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this headline, we should have asked those kids. It says, kids instinctively know how to do division. Really? Math generally comes easier to some students than others, but uh, could each of us have instinctual division skills before ever opening a textbook? It's called... The good old calculator. New research from the University of Pennsylvania indicates as much as scientists report children likely possess intuitive arithmetic abilities long before starting formal education. The team argues that kids' inherent ability to understand and perform approximate calculations even applies to division, which is a math concept that's considered tougher to grasp than others. Could you, right now, if I gave you a piece of paper and gave you a division problem, could you solve it? 
Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You could? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, but one of the things that I think – I one of the reasons I think that young kids might have this a little bit easier because it comes – it starts with sharing – so if you just take a pizza or a pie or yeah. a whatever mm-hmm. and you start – if you share it with your friend, a portion, do you give them one piece, two pieces? Do you give them half? Do you give them – and then you can turn that into fractions and et cetera. And so it might be a concept born out of empathy that you understand the division maybe even more so than the than summing and mm-hmm. certainly than multiplying. And so divi- division seems to be a very selfless – form of math where multiplication or others seem to be more creating advantage for self because I'm mm. in, I'm increasing so to speak maybe maybe not I did read that agreeable people Dennis do you find yourself to be agreeable uh, I'm not so sure about that yes, scientists say that being agreeable may be the main key to success in life. University of Arkansas researchers. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Put an asterisk next to that. Okay, that's what they say. Carried out a study on how personality affects job performance, focusing especially on agreeableness. Isn't that just agreeability? Is you disagree? So is, is, an, is an agreeable man a yes man? Mm. Not necessarily. There is going along to get along. I'll say more about this. In they a found that agreeableness. I don't like that word. I think I'd like. They found that agreeability. So offers a desirable effect on hundreds of physical, psychological, and occupational metrics impacting both career and overall life success. Among the other important findings of the study was that people who had higher levels of agreeableness had a 93% success rate in psychological health, physical health, personal relationships, leadership effectiveness, and performances in both educational and organizational environments. Didn't Jim Carrey show that this is not exactly right? <laughs> yes, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think maybe. that the the uh, this is a uh, an S profile of the disc personality profile. Mm-hmm. You are someone who is a good listener. You're agreeing doesn't necessarily mean being a yes man. You are being a great team player. You're open to ideas. You're open to increasing or decreasing your perspective for the betterment of the group. And I think without those people you are kind of left with a lot of selfish mentalities on the left or right. I also think there's a there's a distinction, and I think there's a difference between being agreeable and agreeing. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. I mean, absolutely. You, I might be agreeable to being empathetic, or I might be just like, okay, yeah, that's fine, let's go along. But that doesn't mean you're doing something, and I go, yeah, you're completely right. You well, know, it's you just be, part of working with the team. Like, take us at at the church, for example, us three pastors. We we could all have three different viewpoints of how to uh, put a ministry in place or a ministry to do, for example, but. Once we talk it through, we get the best pros and cons, and then we agree to move forward with the best output, not just put our own uh, perspectives forward. Mm-hmm. The best plan for everybody involved or for Absolutely. the organization. And then just a short leap from that on being agreeable, a new study finds, and I certainly believe it, optimists live longer. People who have a rosy outlook on the world may live healthier, longer lives because they have fewer stressful sure. events to cope with. Sure. That is a no-brainer. It's but tough being a realist. Science so. is backing it up. you got to live in realism 
But if you got to lean, lean toward the optimism yeah. that you can. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Vladimir Putin. Yep, that one. Once tried to sue Harry Potter filmmakers because he believed Dobby was based on him. <laughs> really? If you think about it, they look similar. Tell me which there, one that is. There is That's a resemblance. The house elf. Big floppy ear. Yeah, the the house elf. Big floppy ears. Oh. Bald, long nose. Gotcha. Big eyes. As best I recall. Am I describing that accurately, yeah. Sam? So, I mean, you know, the, <laughs> the the filmmakers had to create that from there was no there were no illustrations in yeah. J.K. Rowling's um, you know books, so sure. they, they kind of had to create it. So something served as the muse for that character. So I guess it uh, it could be back to the likeness deal. So last night uh, I did attempt to watch the CMA Awards on Prime Video. So okay. I've watched very. I've not watched any live events on Prime. I know. Oh, that's thir- right. I forgot that they Thursday were night there. football is going to be that way um, this year. So there will be probably more and more content that, that's there. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll tune over and and see what's happening just to kind of see. I knew uh, LV Shane uh, was nominated, and I know they were go- they were there last night. And so I, anyway, I was just following along, but. Talk about living and having first world problems. I got frustrated because I couldn't pause it. Uh huh. It was really. It, it was live, and it didn't seem to have commercial breaks. Back to the nineties. They would take little breaks, but because they're not really a commercial network, mm-hmm. they don't have those built-in two and three-minute pauses if the phone rings or whatever or or. To just be able to pause and walk out of the room and walk back, so I I had never know the the content that Prime Video shows that's on demand you can pause, but it's recorded right. You're just right. pulling it right. down out of the cloud. Right. But right. they didn't have for me. Maybe your mileage varied. For me, I was able not able to pause live content, which I found to be frustrating. Yeah, that's definitely something that we have grown accustomed to. That is a positive. Yeah, to be able to time shift stuff is just... Yeah, because you can watch something in, in little time. It's one thing to wait for an episode to come out, like Mandalorian or Boba Fett. You know, that's I, I can deal with that. That creates buzz and excitement, but I'm still able to pause it and start it right when I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pamela Anderson will make her Broadway debut in Chicago. Um, I'm, I'm not... I, I mean... I'm not about to throw any shade at Pamela Anderson about anything. I didn't know that this was, I mean, do we care? I don't really care, but it puzzled me because of this. Okay. Pam Pam has been a thing. She's been a, a known, if you can call her a star, you can call her an actress. She was on Baywatch, so yeah, she counts as being an actress. Uh, but but she just, she's just very notorious, okay? Is that fair? She's, mm-hmm. she's notorious. Okay. If she had the ability to perform on Broadway, wouldn't we know it before 2022? I mean, like she's been 
Can she sing? Like her, I don't think so. Her entire, <laughs> her her entire professional life, she's been holding this one back. Like right, just when the just when the the planets align, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw out my ability to, to perform on Broadway. So I just don't think. Uh, all the understudies that have been waiting for working diligently every day, right. Right. not sleeping, right. and they get this news, and they're like, are you for real? Here's this. I found this, too. There you go. What? Do you see a resemblance? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. It's really hard not to see the similarities. Because I found, I found a story about it and, and if found the that shoe, picture. If the shoe fits. So to speak, it's the sock for him. Dobby. It's, it's, uh, the Disney Plus announced that the Muppets are returning to the screen in the Muppets Mayhem. Late night host Lily Singh will play Nora, the record label executive who wrangles the Electric Mayhem band members as they record their first album. How does Alea feel about the Muppets? Uh, she, you know, I don't think she's seen a lot of the Muppets, but. She does love Muppets 3D Adventure at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So she's that's kind of the limit to her exposure. But I think this type of programming, listen, she loves Disney Plus. She is a Disney Plus child. So you, you mark my words. Okay, I'm marking them. Disney, I've got a pen. Disney Plus executives. Okay. You mess with the Electric Mayhem. Uh-huh. Okay. You mess with me. Okay. Don't well, ruin to, this. We have this document without me writing it down, don't we? Sam? Don't. Yeah. We're recording it. Don't. Okay, we've got it. All right. I may need to call those kindergartners back. I'm in a mood. <laughs> don't you <laughs> mess with the electric mayhem. Are you feeling angry? Go Leave to, Dr. Hey, Teeth Dennis, out of this. Take your wallet out and go buy some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, take your wallet out and go okay. buy some ice cream. Or That's what the kindergartner, that's, just tell Sarah that that's what the kindergartner told you. Or it might make you feel better if you went and bought some shaved ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm having to buy shaved ice from the owner, I've got a problem. You, and remember, you could be a groundhog. You could be a groundhog. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Uh, don't you think that when you get when you appear as a cameo on The Simpsons, do you think that's a barometer for a lot of celebrities that once they make it to Simpsons mm-hmm. status, mm-hmm. they've really made it, or it's the end? Or maybe it's the end, or it's an omen of something to come. That's true. But The weekend is announcing Cameo on The Simpsons, and he says he's very proud of this one. So I guess he feels yeah. like he's But hey, he's they've arrived. gone on for, for the record number of seasons. Like, they've got to have more people, right? Like, they've run out of people to put on there. So it could mean a lot. It could mean nothing. Have their people reached out to your people yet? I cannot comment. Cannot comment, maybe. Mm. But you put the electric mayhem on the Simpsons, <laughs> we've got a problem. All right, and I ran across a list of the saddest song of all time. And I'm not even going to play it for you because friend. I don't want to make you sad. I already read it, and I'm glad you're not because I really don't like that song or that band. Yesterday by the Beatles. Oh, my goodness. Is in the top five. Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You hmm. at three, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. At number two, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Hmm. And at number one, R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts. Wow. Is the saddest you song. Know, that's a solid list. I've got to give them credit. That's. Everybody hurts sometimes. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Note.
point to ponder for today. If McDonald's sold mac and cheese, would it be McMac and cheese? Probably McMac, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it's confusing. It'd be very hard for yeah. employees. Big Mac or McMac? What? what did Big Mac, Mac Patty Mac? I wanted a I wanted a burger. Oh, I only thought you wanted macaroni and cheese. Sorry. So, Mc McMac and cheese. McCheese? No, Mr. McCheese. I'm saying that's, don't that's, do Mayor McCheese. Don't yeah. even Mayor do it. Don't even do it. Unless you're going to put it on a burger. <laughs> now, the restaurant I worked at growing up, we had a burger with uh, grilled macaroni and cheese yeah. on top. Grilled macaroni and mm -hmm. cheese. Interesting. Did it patty Phen up to phenomenal. where it would hold on so to kind did, of keep in shape? Yeah. You took it on the griddle. You put some uh, shredded cheese on there. You put the, uh -huh. the mac on top. Then you put more shredded cheese, put a little bacon on there, flipped it. So it got that like crispy cheese on each side of the mac. Ooh. Put it on the burger. Mark? Hey, where did you work? Was, I'm sorry. Was, did you work? I was in heaven uh, for a minute. Pretzel, on a pretzel bun? <laughs> homemade mac and cheese? It was it, the Mac Daddy. Is what it was called. The Mac Daddy. The Mac Daddy. And it was so you might, delicious. Okay. Delicious. I try it. Daddy, make it make you. You know, if, if you ate it more than once a week. You, yeah, you want to be careful. Yeah. Put on some white. It'd, it'd clog up the art. As you can see, I've had many Mac Daddies. Uh, today, yeah. yeah. When's the last time you ate, Sam? Today's uh, television uh, highlights. Season one finale on NBC of American Auto. Never heard of it. No. Nope. NBC, the series premiere of The Thing About Pam. Never heard of it. I've never heard of it. And A&E has a series premiere called Deep Fried Dynasty. It's the State Fair of Texas where food is bigger, better, and deep fried. So, Okay. Uh, what's going on at FBC Litchfield that uh, we need to know about, Dennis? Listen, this is an exciting time for us. We feel like folks are really making a full swing back into back into church. Our, the numbers are going up. We're having Wednesday night discipleship classes for all ages, Wednesdays at 6. And we're really doing some cool things like looking forward to summer with a youth mission trip, kids camp coming up, vacation Bible school this summer. Like All these things are, are happening in planning stages right now. For the big push to summer, uh, we're doing standalone sermons each week right now. We don't have a series going on. And in particular, uh, this Sunday sermon, is it's on the sign already. So if you pass by First Baptist, it's an encouraging title. It says life stinks. <laughs> so you have to come come hear more about what that's all about this Sunday at 10 o'clock. What was that hit from the 80s? Love stinks. Love stinks. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, so this is life stinks. This is life now, stinks. Is is Scooter McBrickstone making? Is that his name? Making a return for VBS? Uh, don't act like you don't know his name. Twenty nineteen all over again. He was a hit. That's all I'm saying. Is he making a return? <laughs> uh, I have to contact him and see. Today's your people are going to have to get uh, with his people. I'm just going to have to get back with you. Today's highlight in history: this date, 1965, the United States landed its first combat troops in South Vietnam. As 3,500 Marines arrived to defend the U.S. Air, bang, air Base at Da Nang. In 1618, German astronomer Johann Kepler devised his third law of planetary motion. What else? You know what the law is? I second that emotion. The planetary motion? Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Will it go around in circles? All the planets go around, orbit the sun. Spin your right round, it? baby, right round. Like a record, baby. <laughs> Gary Newman is 64 today. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. Lester Holt is 63. Cameron Mannheim is 61. 
Freddie Prinze Jr. is 46. Oh. And actor James Vanderbeek is 45 today. Hmm. I know who that is. Is that Captain in, Kirk? No, Dawson's Creek. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah, Varsity be. Blues. Because uh, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. He was Fred in the live action Scooby Doo's, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad was in Chico and the Man. Uh, in <laughs> what he was? I mean, okay. Neither of you, Dennis. You don't even know the show Chico and the Man. I don't think so. All right. Gone but not forgotten. Oliver Wendell Holmes, born in eighteen forty one. Actress Lynn Gret Redgrave, born this day in 1943. And chart toppers for today. All right. <laughs> Let's go to 1961. Is that the grandpa of Willy Wonka? Charlie and like Chocolate Factory? Elvis Presley. And Chico and the Man? I don't know. Hey, there's an Elvis movie coming out with Tom Hanks. He's not Elvis, but... He's like the manager. He's Ellis's manager. Yes, you're right, Dennis. It yeah. is the same. Tom, uh, he's playing Colonel Tom Parker. Yes. Tom Hanks is playing Tom Parker. Yes. He's put on. He put on weight for the role. Like they showed the trailer at the Batman movie this weekend. Oh, interesting. Traveling band. CCR number one in seventy. I'm not sure. Austin Butler. CCR. You've seen the Batman twice. Yes. Are you going to see it a third time in theaters? Were the, were the ticket prices jacked up higher than normal? No, I, mean, I, hear, I heard you all say that, uh, but they were normal prices. I went once in Owensboro and once in Louisville. Which one was a better experience? Uh, Louisville. Okay. But both of them were the extreme theater. Yep. But the... Uh, the seating it, it smelled, made it better in Louisville. It smelled like the Batman in there and everything. Well, there was one theater that had a bat that got loose during the Batman premiere this weekend. It's troubling. 1979, Bee Gees number one with tragedy. You know, it's a tragedy that I don't like. The I, Bee Gees, I love I this verse, but I also can't bail out before the chorus. Like you got This is one of those songs you got to hear, like the whole thing, not the whole song. Sure. surprised you don't like the Bee Gees, Dennis. I just don't. I just, vocally, I can't. Too high? It's because he's envious of the falsetto. <laughs> it's the falsetto that's the problem for me. He's envious. 1988, George Michael, number one, was father figure. Hasn't gotten much better with this one. Something's happening in this uh, music video, too. <laughs> I can't see it. You're not missing anything, Dennis. I'm screening it so he can't see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, thank you. There's just some stuff going on. Well, let's go Playing to checkers or something? 1997. Spice Girls, number one. With if they could throw in some falsetto into this, it'd be a lot better. <laughs> this is Joey's favorite uh, song. Really? It's his ringtone. <laughs> is it his ringtone when, when, he called, when you call him? No. It's his general ringtone really? when anybody calls. What's his favorite Spice Girl? Uh, Mel B. Pish Posh. Mine's Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Paprika. I'm not sure. Uh, there's also All Spice. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, number one, Be Without You in 06. 
Not one of the Mary J. Blige songs that I know very well. Yeah. No. That would be a short list for me. I was going to say, same here. I don't know many. Ellie Golding, number one, seven years ago today with she's Love a, Me Like You Do. She's a really underrated singer. She I is. think she can really sing. She does a good job. All right, MB's Perlo Wisdom for today. Dennis, thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. And, uh, Bring us back some really exciting stories next week when you come Hope back. To. All right? Hope so to. Hope to. MB Sperlow Wisdom for today. There are two ways of spreading light. To be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. Two ways of spreading light. To be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. MB Sperlow Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Dennis Cook, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB and now you're in the know.